Jake. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Mike Schaefer, the full 7 o'clock hour. Rick Heyman's song of the day as well. Is Rick going to be on the phone? Yes, on the phone wondering about him. Why do you have Royals gear on? I just noticed this. What's wrong with that? You know, you can't lose in the offseason, right? (laughs) The World Series is over. I I like it. I can don the apparel again. It's a little odd. Um. I appreciate the fact that you never comment on my apparel. I, I do. I have once in a while. I'm not wearing a hat today, though. No. No. Okay. Um, we don't need to get into the extremely mundane. Oh, how was Carney? Carney was great. It was beautiful weather. You enjoy your trips out west? I do. I do. <laughs> I, I really do. There's a lot of benefits to going out west. <laughs> oh, um, one, in par- one in particular. Mm. Um, I. Uh, but but yeah, it was uh, it was fun. The good, the people are. I, I'd say the. The, the look on the faces of Nebraska fans is kind of one of grave concern. Um, I think I'm going to Beatrice today. Oh, say hello to my friends. Yeah. All of them. We'll see what the I, – yeah, I think people are – they're very curious about how, about what, how Scott's going to fill out this offensive staff and how do you make this work, you know? How do you do this? You know, who are they looking at? How do you make it work? What's the best path? Um and it's fascinating. It's fascinating when you think about all the things that are happening in college football right now. This is this is it is the most volatile it's mm. been, and it's going to it's going to you be. You think volatile. this is right now the most volatile it's been this early? Yeah, I think this early. It's a good. I'm glad you mm. asked because I asked that to Parker too, and he thinks that. Well, you got to think about all this stuff that's open already. I know, I know. There's some big jobs out there open. Virginia Tech, TCU, LSU, USC. Washington, Washington State, um, T- did I say TCU? Yes. I mean, it's yeah. There's there's just a lot of uh, moving parts. Okay, now you got to deal. Question with. for you um, regarding some jobs. We'll get to more of these later on next segment. But I I saw a rumor last night for Virginia Tech who their top target. is. Oh yeah, who was that? You want to take a guess? Virginia Tech's yes. top. And do you target. think do you think this job is an upgrade from where this person's at? I I, I can't. Uh, it's. I mean, I don't know who. Okay, they they apparently their top candidate or target is Dave Clawson at Wake Forest. Huh? Is it? Do you, do you think that he if if he has the pick of the litter, if he has uh, several options, I, I don't think he's an option to LSU or USC. I don't. I don't think he fits the profile of those places. But why I don't. Think, you think so? I don't know. I I just don't think Dave Cla- again. I don't think Dave Clawson is going to end up getting those gigs. I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong there. But is Virginia Tech the best place he can go of all the potential openings out there? Like this is like a okay, like, then wait a this second. is a question about like where does Nebraska? The first fit question in was: Is it an upgrade? Yes, that's my question too. Is it an obvious yes. upgrade? Obvious. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. A lot more. I mean, think about Lane Stadium. 
right? And think of, compared to Wake Forest, and think about the tradition, Beamer Ball, all that. I mean, Virginia Tech played for a national championship. Did they win a national championship? They played no. for it with, with Michael Vick. Did not they, win. They, they they played for one with Vick, right? Yeah. Um, they lost. Yeah, they have a lot more tradition though than yeah. It's an upgrade. That was a long time ago. It was one time. It was an upgrade. Upgrade. That would be. An I, don't, upgrade. I just don't know if it's obvious. I mean, Virginia Tech has been. Pretty, it's a fair question. They, they have been. I mean, Frank Beamer made. They were a successful program, as, as you said. They were in a championship. They lost that game. But they haven't really been great for a long time. It's a lot like Nebraska in terms of that. I mean, Nebraska obviously was better when they were great than Virginia Tech was when they were great because they made one time and they lost it. Nebraska it's, won. It, I mean, the more I think about it, the more I come down hard on it. It's an upgrade. Yeah, it's an upgrade. It would be an upgrade. But, now, is but it the is, best Colossal yeah, can do? Yeah, I don't know about yeah, that. That's the question. Is, is, is that the best he can do? It, these things are really interesting the way they work. If you're Clawson... Um, if you're his agent, are you are you saying let's wait this out? There's going to be more movement. Um, there's probably a sweet spot. You can't wait too long, right? Um, I know my personality would be just jump at the first thing. You know, I would be. Um, come on, let's just get the, let's just get paid and we'll take this job. Let's not wait around, and risk it. Yeah, I wonder what Vatech will even pay. What kind of money they'll offer out Could. there? Could I don't, well, I don't know what Fuente was making at, at Vatech. Well, that's public information. Yeah, I'll look it up here. Um, I uh, we can have well, you know you keep talking we'll have Harrison look that up Harrison go to the USA Today just type in coaches salaries USA Today database uh, he was making four point two five million never per mind year. Harrison Justin Fuente <laughs> was <laughs> four point two five million see I I mean I imagine that's more than Clawson's making um, you can <laughs> got that's public don't, I, I got now, this is not the greatest radio uh, that's interesting we'll talk about Dave Clawson Mel- is making about two point Two million. Yeah. Yeah. Upgrade and he'll double his pay, I imagine. Uh, of course Wake Forest would probably try to keep him, obviously. Yeah. I, I just I, I just don't think that Vatech is like that sexy of a job though. Maybe not to you. But you have lived maybe, here all may, your life. Maybe I'm wrong on this, but yeah. I I don't think people view that as an elite job in college football. Well, it's nothing to fixate on, right? Like now. Justin Fuente was a great hire okay. at the time. We the, can fixate at on at the time. <laughs> at the yeah. time, I thought that Justin Fuente was an excellent hire. That was the, that was a, a hot up and coming coach at Memphis, and I thought, wow, that's a good hire for for Vatech. That's good work. And he won ACC Coach of the Year's first year, so it looked like it's going to pan out. It just didn't end up panning out for them. But I thought that was a pretty impressive hire for for what I thought what I thought they could get at Virginia Tech. Okay, but I don't know if they get Dave Clawson. That's a, that's a pretty solid hire. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Like what would you call it? Is that is it's that pretty solid? Pretty solid. Yeah, I'd say pretty solid. Nothing that overwhelms you. But I don't know. There's what would what what is a, like a big time hire right now? As we went through the other day, nobody's getting Ryan Day. Nobody's getting Dabo. Nobody's getting Jimbo, so what is the big hire? Well, let me ask what, you this: What would it be, Jake? We, met, we mentioned this name. Tucker's I, not going I know, anywhere. No, we'll get to that later on. Yeah. But we, we, I mentioned this name when it was announced he was not coming back earlier this month. But do you think Gary Patterson is done? Yeah, I don't think I wouldn't regard him as a hot coach at this point. Someone might he, poach him. His his defense spiraled. He, that's his forte, and he's sixty two years old. I mean, no. Uh-uh. Okay. I'm saying no on that. Do you, do you th- th- he had his time. Do you think that, okay, that he wouldn't go to Vatech, but do you think no. this is the year that uh, Bob Stoops gets back in the equation? Now, that's a big name. Yeah, that's a big name. 
Um, but he, I mean, he's not going to be going to Vautech, but I wouldn't think so. No, no. his his options are going to be. I mean, do you think he'd go to LSU or is it, is it USC or bust for Bob Stoops? I, I don't think it's USC or bust, but it's got to be big. God, I'd like to see Stoops get back in. I'd love it. Maybe, I'd love go to, it. maybe love it. goes to love Florida it. if Dan Mullen gets yeah, fired there. Yeah, maybe Flo- interesting fit there. Well, Stoops, I, wasn't he the defensive coordinator at Florida once upon a time? I don't know that for Harrison sure. Harrison hit that. Yeah, that, one, that one you can look up. Wiki, Stoops. Bob Stoops. Yeah, uh, I think he was a Florida D.C. once upon a time, back in like when I was in my prime. Um. Check that out. And you wonder also if Chris Peterson gets back in the game ever again. Oh. These are these are names you, you get yeah, curious about until they say no for sure. Kind of. Although Peterson, when he got out, was pretty emphatic on the reasons he got out, and it'd look really weird if he jumped back in right now. You know? Well, people people change, you know, you get a t- some time sure. off. You get yeah. bored, right? Yeah, yeah seven million. So yeah, it sure does. It sure does. All right, four six four five six eight five. Call or text the show. As always, you can watch us on uh, the Sauter Haber Jewelers video stream on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Again, the show sponsored by Gaina Trucking. All right, all right. I want to get right. into some Nebraska football. Yeah, I was just yeah. we'll get we'll get more into coaching stuff next segment regarding your other question? coaches out there. All right, the question is: Is how much, if any, can these final two games for Nebraska change your outlook for the team in twenty twenty two? I don't know about. Just stop it changing your outlook. Okay, that's fine. Nebraska needs a win right now, and I'll tell you why. The magic feels like it's gone. We can't, Nebraska as a program can't afford to have the feeling that is in the state right now, mm. which, is, which is what? The game is an afterthought. It, it really is. It yeah. really is right now. You can't, you can't have this very often. Frost, Trev, Scott Frost, head coach, Trev Alberts, AD, they have to figure out. They're the leaders. Okay, that's why I mentioned those two. There's other, obviously other people involved. They have to figure out how to get the magic back. Mm. How how to bring back the romanticism. Do you, do you hear what I, I'm I, saying? I, I get it completely. You're right. They ha- This is if I were in charge, that would be one of my biggest concerns. And it's this. It's a feeling. So there's not there's not much you can do except win. I guess. There's more. Actually, there's more you can do. But but the bottom line is, you asked the question. Okay, there you go. Bob Stoops was the Florida D.C. from 96 to 98. Yeah, he worked for Spurrier. He was Spur- Long time ago. He was Steve Spurrier's D.C. Okay, how much, if any, can these final two games for Nebraska change, change your outlook for the program, we'll say? A lot. You – I. Okay, first of all, step by step, if I were a Nebraska player, I'd be real, real interested in beating Wisconsin because it would make the Iowa game that much more special. And it would create this magic that I'm talking about. Whoa, wait a second. This has been a horrendous season. But, but, wow. We ended one streak against Wisconsin and got a trophy, and now we're going to end another one against Iowa. And, hey, the seniors could say – the outgoing players could say, you know what? We did leave a mark because at the end of our final season, we we stomped out these demons that are Wisconsin and Iowa. I would think that would be very motivating, 
right? Well, uh, yeah, I think right. Am I wrong? I uh, know I'm totally with you. I think think about yeah in a in a career that was was mostly disappointing for these guys. They didn't go to a bowl bowl game. These seniors who are going to leave did not go to a bowl game. You can at least say we ended the the losing streak to Iowa or Wisconsin or and got both. those trophy games. Yeah, yeah, and went out there and slugged it out in Madison, Wisconsin, and beat that team and derailed their hopes of winning the West. It's not that. It's not about that though. I don't like that. I don't. I don't like that as motivation. I don't like motivation that's negative. This is positive motivation. Let's go help bring some magic back. It would get your attention if Nebraska went up there and beat Madison. <laughs> yeah. It would not create unyielding joy in Lincoln and Nebraska, but it would be something we'd all look at and go, well, how about this? How, yeah, exactly. How about how, that? Well, how about this? Mm-hmm. And it would make next week more, a lot more interesting. Instead of afterthought, you know, it's a damn afterthought right now. I haven't even scouted Wisconsin very hard. I mean, well, again, they're they're the ones playing for the division, and you're playing for pride. Yeah, and the big news came out last week that Scott was going to be back, and then he they fired the staff, so everybody's wondering what's going on right. there. Yep. And Scott stretched so thin, and how's it going to look with these new assistants? Now that's part of the game, but it's not like there's anybody hardly really breaking down this game in a hard way the questions i got in carney weren't about this game it's all it's all about all, the search yeah it's all about that and the big picture the hires yeah you can't nebraska has to get out of this this i've never i don't know that i've been a part of many seasons where the not many seasons. The Riley last year, for sure, where the games became an after. Well, that's because, I mean, to be fair to the people asking those questions and that, I mean, you pretty much made the statement that we're on to next season when you made those fires, right? You yeah. got you have two games to go, and people still are going to watch. They're still going to care. Fair question. As you said, it, it's kind of an afterthought compared to what fair it has question. been, but you have pretty much admitted you're on to next season when with two games to go in your, in your bye week. You fired four of your five offensive staff members. You ever think about this? When I'm talking about magic in the program, the, the magic, okay, the romanticism of Nebraska football. You know, think about where we are now. Where we are now compared to December 3rd of 2017 when Frost was introduced in that mm, big room. Amazing. And, and it was magical. It was magical. It was right? a great time. Right. Frost was sitting up there, and he looked really young. Now he's he's mm-hmm. he's aged two years for every one, it looks I like. Yes. Yeah. And he, I mean, go back. Go back and look at him. I, I would I would tell people, for it's fun to do, actually. It's interesting. It's fascinating. Go back and look how young he looks. And Compared to now. Yeah. He was in charge. He was... He was the man. I mean, remember what Bill Moose said? I believe he was everybody's first choice, and I got the pick of the litter. He said, "If I," he said, "He said, I need to tell you this. If I were the athletic director at Missouri, Oklahoma State, or UCLA, my sights would have been set on this guy. He called him the premier young coach in America. I mean, think about that day, and now think about where we are now." Yeah. It's it's changed a lot. That was well, that, changed. That I was mean, it's truly a magical day. That was yeah. a magical day. They got to get that magic back. They got to get the magic back, Jake. I mean, think about all that. What what was t- talked about that day? Here we have Osborne back in the room, and this is Scott Frost with a cutting edge offense, and he he can become the play caller like Tom Osborne was, and now he's fired himself as play caller. Okay. Yeah. 
That's where now he's at. not even the play caller. Oh, this guy, this is the offense now. This is the offense that the Big Ten is going to have to adjust to. Now he's not even the offensive coordinator. That was his deal. That's why, I mean, that was a lot of the reason he was hired. Right? Yeah, you're right. The, it wasn't, they, hey, it you know. wasn't, hey, Jake, it wasn't, you know what? I'm going to take myself out of the offense. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn that over and I'm going to be the CEO. That wasn't it. That was not what we wanted. We wanted to, yeah, we wanted him to call plays and, and, and bring that brilliant offense he had at UCF to Nebraska. And he thought he could. He was very confident in his opening press conference saying, we're going to, we're going to, you know, make the Big Ten adjust to us, basically. And the Big Ten never really had to. They, they did it off the bat. It, it just, you know, they, they've obviously moved the ball. Fine at times. It's just been scoring and, and scoring when it matters. That's hurt Nebraska mm-hmm. uh, in the Scott Frost era. So, yeah, the Big Ten kind of cackled of that, and, and they took it and ran, and it's probably been a long-time bulletin board material for them when they, when they play Nebraska. You talk, hey, that day I was I was looking at that. Remember, it was a, he got a seven-year deal, and he was asked about the seven-year deal and the undertaking, this big undertaking. Um, and he said the contract length is nice. This is what Frost said on December 3rd of 2017. The contract length is nice because it helps me to have confidence to know they're going to give me the runway we need to get the program off the ground and back to where it needs to be. Um, he said we're going to get we're going to we're going to go 100 miles an hour and full speed from here. Yeah. Now he still he still has to do that. Yeah, um, he, he can't. Just he's got to go 100 right now. Yeah, 100. I mean, because, he, yeah, he pedal to the metal right now. I think Scott Frost would tell you by year four he expects him to make a bowl game, if not several bowl games, if not all of the bowl games. Maybe he missed it the first year, but by year two, he said well, we're going we're to be dangerous. I think he probably expected to make a bowl game in year oh, two, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Like when he when he has, yeah. when he says that comment, he's not yeah. saying it's going to take us five years to get to a bowl game. No, he's saying you know seven years. That's when we are contending against Ohio State for the yeah. for the conference. That's right. And that, and that's that, what he means yeah, by that's that. the root of the problem that. We all thought, okay, we'll give him, we'll give Scott Frost time. But there's in the in the meantime, you want to see discernible progress, right? You just haven't seen enough of it. So, so he got in this fix where he had to. I mean, it was it was probably fairly close whether he was going to get retained, and and now he's got to he's got to revamp his offensive staff. So. Now, why do I always why do I say he's got to go to 100 miles an hour? Why there's got to, why does there have to be urgency? Because here's why, Jake. Time is of the essence oh, in college football. Time. They, I hope people understand what he's up against. You have, you get a coach in here, Jake, and then spring ball will be upon them really fast. And if you have a new offense with all those new coaches, all these kids learning a new language, a new offense, a new system, new techniques. New techniques, Jake. I know. You bring in an offensive coordinator that there's language and techniques that change. Think about the offensive line coach. Yeah. And lot, it, lot this has to go fast. There. You have what I think is 19 practices in the spring. It's not like the pros. You don't have all the time in the world. Nope. It's, there's a 20-hour limit that nobody follows, but it's still in place. Um, it's got to be followed to a certain extent. I've heard of – I've literally heard of, of – Nebraska administrative staff members going to a coach and say you're one minute over. Um, I've heard that. I mean, it happens. They watch it. Some. I mean, I, I say nobody follows it. They try not to, but some every so often it crops up. Okay. Um, and then spring ball ends. Then what happens, Jake? The summer will be there. 
and August will be there, and you're you're a month away from a game against a team that wants to take full advantage of your situation. Oh, oh, Nebraska has a new quarterback and a new offensive coordinator and three new staff members. Oh, this is this and, is good. And they just got blasted by this team last year too right. in Northwestern. Yeah, yeah, this is good Think for us. That. Yeah, this is good. We'll take this. We're take Nebraska's taking a new quarterback on the road to Ireland with a new <laughs> offense, and we have we're pissed about right. that blowout loss last year. This is awesome, right? Nobody Great situation. Nobody feels sorry for you. They're going to try to take advantage, full advantage, as they should. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, let's get to our friends. We got a couple calls on the phones. We got uh, Chris. You're on early break. Go ahead, man. Good morning, Steve Jake. Hello, Good Chris. morning to you, Chris. Nice to hear from you. Well, it's a great show as usual, you guys. Uh, Boy, you know, in these times, a lot to chew on. Uh, you yeah. know, the the magic you're talking about, Steve. Yes. Boy, I don't know. You know, come on. It, it has, if you look back over a period of time, it's slowly been leaking out, really year by year, decade by decade, in especially the last couple of decades. Uh, it to me. The really last great magical times we had, and, and and don't get me wrong, there's been some good games in in the last twenty years, but beating Texas in the Big Twelve championship game in '99, then going on to beat Tennessee, yeah, you know, yeah. we were right there. That still, we were right there. Now we ended up two or three in the country that year, you know, which seems like light years ago. Uh, if you look at the 2001 season, you know, Gary Barnett, the old Colorado coach, Steve, he still says they started the downfall in that game out at Boulder in 2001. I, I would say they uh, did. It's probably true. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And then, and then Jake, the Miami game right after that, which we really never were in that game. Uh, and, but if you look at the guys from decade to de- decade, 90s, you know, which was an exceptional decade. You know, maybe that's not fair, but go back to the 80s. Look at the winning percentage in that those decades, which Barry Switzer always used to like to break down. He, he, always, he started that in the 70s saying, well, we're the winningest team in the 70s at the end of that decade. And people started to take note on how you did in those 10-year spans. But decade by decade, from the 90s, the, the, the 2000s, the teens, and now the 20s, Nebraska has progressively gotten worse, their winning percentage. Um, you know, I, I don't know, Jake, your original question now on this about what, what it's going to look like, if, if how we win the season. Well, I'm, I, I, you guys, let's face it. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be brutally honest here. I don't like our chances up at Wisconsin. I, I haven't for for quite a while since they've been on this hot streak. I, I don't like our, our offensive matchup with that charging defense, aggressive defense they got. You know, um, we'll see how we handle a, a Wisconsin offense that is playing better, found their running back. He's just a freshman, and he's very young. I don't even know if he's 18 yet. He's 17. 17. 17. Yeah. 17 years old. Uh, but he's got six straight 100-yard games, so he's got something going on for him. Uh, I, I've always said this last month, Steve Jake, I like our chances better against Iowa. I think Iowa is, is very beatable, you know. Um, but 
to go into next year with any momentum, I, I guys, I'm not buying that. I, I just can't. The the roster's probably gonna gonna flip. Uh, we're gonna have a a new staff of coaches. The way it looks on the offensive side. I, you know, guys, I just don't like right now the times we're in. You know, and I don't know who does. Yeah. Uh, we need to win football games. That's all there is to it. I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I don't want to hear this. Oh, we're close. We're that close. Well, we're also close to losing nine games for the first time since the 1950s. Mm. So, uh, guys. Tough times for sure here for our program, and it's uh, you know I hope we can bust out of this. But Steve, Jake, you remember Jake? You you guys were picking on me a little bit this summer when I said this looks like a program now that has settled into a four four win to nine win program, and and you know it just looks like that to me. And and right now we're stuck on the low end of that. But uh, guys. I'm a, I've been a season ticket holder for a long time. I'm going to remain a season ticket holder, and uh, let's hope things get better. But uh, Steve, Jake, I, 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 this Saturday it, it, it scares me a little bit up there at Madison. But <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to hang up and listen to your great show here. Thanks okay, here's Chris. here. Thank you, Chris. Here, here's where the magic ended. The magic ended when they fired Solich in '03. That's where the magic. It, a lot of it, not all of it. That's where most of it went away. That's it. That's that's where it went away. You left. You've talked about it. That's when Nebraska got its plastic first surgery. round of plastic surgery. Yeah. That was the first round of plastic surgery, and Nebraska went to Thanksgiving, and everybody was like, I don't know what you just did. Something just different don't, about just, yeah, yeah, but don't do any more. And then they, then they kept trying to do more, and then they became barely recognizable. Okay. That's exactly what it but is. But that was the first – round of plastic surgery that that's where the magic really 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 started to go away hard yep yep, yep. and you know you blame steve peterson it's fine to do it's okay I've, I've i don't like to say that but it's true he stripped it i mean he he thought he was bigger than the thing that he took over and that's it and the magic right now is so it's it's almost virtually gone. Can't they got to find it. They got to find it. It's non-existent right now. Yeah, the you when, can when it, you, you can get it back, but it's non-existent right when now. When you start talking about games being an afterthought, that's trouble. That's trouble, right? Yeah, you're not supposed to have the Wisconsin and Iowa games back to back to end the season be afterthoughts for what to do. This which weekend. which explains why I believe this game is significant, Chris. Because if you beat Wisconsin, it does put more attention on an Iowa game, and it's not such an afterthought. Because then the the fan base, even the players, everybody in the program is like, hey, wait a second here. Um, we did something unexpected, right? and now we can build on that. And I do think it creates some momentum. And uh, it gives it, those kids something to feel good about going out the door. There's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, I'm curious the momentum. What, you know, if if the quarterback doesn't, you know, if he's a big part of these two games of winning of Martinez and he leaves, you, know, you that's momentum that's lost. No, no, no. Come on. I mean, you, it, but no. it, it, it's still it's still a program that said we finally got over the hump against these schools. Yeah, even no. though the year was bad, we, yeah, we what, got whatever over Adrian them. does doesn't affect the the. 
any little bit of momentum you get. It doesn't pull it back. I mean, most people are expecting Adrian to leave anyway. They are. Vince. Good call from Vince in Napa, California. Vince, you're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Good, Vince. Thanks for calling. Vince, thanks for calling. How are you? Uh, my pleasure, Sip. But, uh, yes. but you're definitely right as far as, you know, a very large chunk of the magic going away after Sol- after Frank was let go. Mm-hmm. But uh, but just to kind of make an extension, I mean, after that, there's there's only there's two moments in my mind where the program offered, you know, actually offered, you know, some sense of hope that things were that, that things were ready to bounce back. OK, I would say. I, and again, and maybe I'm reaching, but like I would say, the end of the '05 season under Callahan, where we won three in a row, and went, you know, we go into Boulder, we smoke them like a nickel cigar, and then we win the bowl game at, at against Michigan, mm-hmm. and then we come back the next year, we start six and one, and then yeah. we plat. But but the problem is we plateaued in the second half. Okay, and then and then I would say the '09 game, the '09 Big Twelve title game, even though we didn't beat Texas, and even though we got royal, even though we got screwed at yeah, the end, yeah, there was magic. I think it is, but like there was magic that game. I would say we got more respect after a loss than we did after any win. Yeah. And then, of course, we we come back and win the Holiday Bowl, and for and now for most of the 2010 season, we were a top five, top ten program. And then you know we have we, then we blow the seven but then we blow the seventeen point lead yep. uh, against Oklahoma yep. and so but any but 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 those but the but the O six and, and ten seasons to me were like lost opportunities mm-hmm. but um, as far as as far as these games and what it means for momentum I mean to me it's hard to say because you know the the twenty twenty two season doesn't start for another you know for for another nine months so it's it I don't know what it means as far as momentum but to me. I go back to something I've said. It's a it, number one. It's about breaking a cycle, and to me, you know, you're playing a team that you haven't beaten since 2012 and 2014. To me, there, there, those wins will at least. I mean, it won't change the fact that we've had a disappointing season, but it will at least move the needle. I mean, we're talking Wisconsin or Iowa. We ain't talking Rutgers. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You're right. All right. Thank you, Vince. Appreciate thank you, that. Vince. Thank you, Vince. Um, there were times when you thought that the magic was back to stay. I'd say one was after the 2009 holiday. Oh, absolutely. Over Arizona. 33-0. Nick yeah. Foles got just nothing against him. And Pelini grabbed that microphone <clears throat> on the field after the game and said, Nebraska's back and we're here to stay. Yeah. You believed it. Awesome moment. Yeah, yeah the you believed it. The defense was incredible and the offense showed up in that game and it was a great season. Yeah. And and you thought that was that was his second. There was year. still magic then. That was his second season. Yeah, you believed in it because you had Sue. You could thump your chest about that defense. Um, well, think of two years prior, you had the worst defense in the history of Nebraska. It was horrible. Right. And then two years later, you have the best in college football. Right. Yeah, there was recent to yeah, bully. Yeah, and you whipped Arizona in that bowl game hard. And, and yeah, you thought, okay, look what they have coming back. There was magic there. Absolutely. And yeah. they had a great start to the next year. They're right. 5 0. They're a top five team. Lose to Texas, but still bounce back well. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, as Vince said, you know, had a seventeen zero lead in the Big Twelve championship game, right. and, and blew it. And yeah, the magic was right there, though. You had mm-hmm. a chance to let the magic actually take place. Yep, you felt and grow. You you felt it, right? You felt a measure of pride. You felt it, it energized you. This place was crazy. Yeah, yeah, this was going crazy. Yeah, it made you look forward to the next season and the off season and everything. And now you got to get so if Frost is trying to got to. I mean, I hope he thinks like that. 
He's got to try to get that back. You hope so. You better be trying. Yeah. This is this is now. It's like I said, we're on the ground floor, but so you're trying to just to make strides toward that. You know, just strides toward that. And it would help to beat Wisconsin. It would, yeah. Wisconsin it would. It would help. Or Iowa. You just want to feel the little Give bit. Give something yeah. to cling to. You just want to feel season. the little bit. You want to feel that lost love. You know, just a, just give me a little something. Yes. Get me through the day. When we come back, Mel Tucker <laughs> is getting through the day just fine. We'll tell you why up next in early break in the ticket. The Jeep Wrangler 4xE. It's electrified. So you can boogie-woogie-woogie up a mountain, over creeks, or boogie-woogie-woogie through a desert where you get bit by a pit viper. So you boogie-woogie-woogie back to camp and ask your friends if they'll suck the snake venom out when they say no. You boogie-woogie-woogie to the nearest hospital for a dose of antivenom and boogie-woogie-woogie your way to a full recovery. The electrified Jeep Wrangler 4xE. Learn more at Jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.